If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything that you need all in one place. Let me tell you about it. Anchor has all the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, it can distribute your podcast to all the listening platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it is totally free. So, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So, today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a shorter podcast, and it's going to be a podcast that is actually pulled from a video that I did a few weeks back on my YouTube channel where I shared some tips and tricks about fall fishing. And so, what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start pulling the audio off of these videos and turning them into podcasts for you guys so that if you don't have time to take out and sit down and watch a video, you can listen to the information on the run. It'll be turned into podcast form so you can listen to it while you're on the way to the gym, at the gym, working, mowing, sitting in your office, wherever you happen to be that you can't just crank up YouTube and start watching a video and just make it a little bit more efficient for you guys. Now, Usually I pull all the audio from my Friday Night Lives and turn them into podcasts, but I've been taking a little bit of a break lately. If For you guys that don't know, I'm actually an elementary school teacher, and so the whole time I was doing Friday Night Lives, I had time off, nearly six months because of the whole quarantine thing. Well, now that I'm back at work, I cherish those Friday nights. I'm sure you guys understand once you've had a busy, stressful week, you just kind of cherish Friday night to hang out with your family, hang out with your wife, go fish and do whatever you want to do, and so I've kind of put the Friday Friday night lives off for right now until we get back probably on summer break and I can have those Fridays back to hang out and to make podcasts. But until then, I want to keep giving you guys podcasts to listen to. And a lot of people say, hey man, I love the videos. I listen to the audio. So what I've done is I've turned this into podcast form so you guys can listen to it on the run if you want to and just be able to have a more efficient way to listen to the podcast. So that's what I've done. Just wanted to take a minute and tell you guys that. And also, of course, tell you that this podcast is sponsored by Monster Bass. For you guys that don't know what Monster Bass is, it is a subscription-based company. And once a month, we're going to send a box full of tackle straight to your front door. Now, what's cool about Monster Bass is it's not a new idea to the market, but it's a new way of kind of executing on that idea. What we do is we handpick the baits that come in the box. So what that means is somebody in the region of the country that you live in, as well as the time of year that you're fishing, is going to be picking the baits that come in your box to make sure that you have the tools that you need to go out and go catch some bass. And really the idea with Monster Bass is to broaden and to deepen your tackle box so that you guys have more tools to go out and catch fish in your area. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I'll have a code down below. It is SAVE15, that is S-A-V, the number 15. It'll get you $15 off your first Monster Bass box. Go down there click that link get yourself a monster bass box and check it out but as always guys thank you for tuning in to thank you for taking time out of your busy week to come listen to the podcast and enjoy today's episode Bye. 
big bass, giants, mondos, freaks, fin freaks in nature, slaunches, ditch pandas, whatever you want to call them. Today we're going to be talking about big bass and the four tools that I think you guys need to go out during the fall and catch the biggest bass that you possibly can and have a better chance of putting that bigger than average fish into the boat. Now before we get into all that, as always guys, thank you for taking time out of your busy day and your busy week to come hang out with me and watch this video. If you're new to this channel, please hit that subscribe button, that like button, and go down below and leave me a comment and tell me that you are new to my channel. This channel has been growing like crazy lately and I cannot tell you guys how much I appreciate it. We just passed over 35,000 subs a couple days ago and we're well on our way to 36 and it's all because of you guys. You hit the subscribe button, you come hang out, you watch the videos and it's just awesome to see the community grow. So let's start with the biggest and the baddest bait out of the bunch and that is going to be the Mega Bass Magdraft. More specifically the Mega Bass Magdraft 8 inch in white back shad. Ever since I discovered this bait and started throwing it a couple years ago, it has been a bait for me that year in, year out, always gives me a chance to put a truly giant fish into the boat during fall fishing. And the biggest reason for that is it mimics really big bait. It mimics those big 12 inch, 8 inch, 9 inch gizzard shad that those big bass tend to key in on this time of year. And it's really just a phenomenal bait. It is amazing the drawing power that it has, the ability to draw that bigger bite out. is really what big swim baits do. And for you guys that have heard about big swim baits, have experimented with big swim baits, or have spent a lot of time with big swim baits, you guys know that. Those big swim baits are what get the bigger bites because the biggest fish in the area is going to come out and be curious about what this thing is. And I really think that's what makes this such an effective bait. It looks like a big, slow-moving meal, a big, slow-moving bait coming through an area, and it just gets those bigger-than-average fish to eat it. And that's really where I've found it to be the most effective, is when I'm fishing around those bigger baits. Like I said, those gizzard shad. And even more specifically, I found it to be super successful on big rocky flats. This time of year, as the water starts to drop in some of, them, some of our lakes, as the water starts to cool down, those gizzard shad and a lot of those shad will start to use big flats and big flat areas as areas where they want to be. And the biggest reason for that is, is it's a little bit warmer than the rest of the lake. You've gotta imagine if you find a big rock flat with an average depth of four to five feet surrounded by water that's in 12 to 13 or even 20 feet of water, that deeper water is going to be a little bit cooler and it's going to make those bait fish just a little bit more vulnerable. Or if you find those big flat areas, that water is going to be a little bit shallower, a little bit warmer, and those bait fish are going to want to orient to those areas. And when you just slow roll this big bait through those areas, it does a good job of getting those big fish that move into those areas to eat those bait fish's attention. And like I said, for me, it is a bait year in, year out, always gives me a chance of putting a big fish into the boat. Now let's talk about rod and reel with this thing real quick because this is where I get a lot of questions about this bait. Um, and, and really, because it is a big bait, a lot of people are nervous to throw it. They don't want to break their gear, which is good because you know going out and trying to throw this thing on a seven foot medium or a medium heavy, you know you could do it, but I just don't want you guys to break your equipment. And doing that is a great way to break your equipment. So I'm throwing mine on a 7-Eleven Loose Super Duty Four. This is a 7-Eleven extra heavy moderate fast action rod. Moderate fast is really important because a lot of my big swim baits I'm fishing treble hooks on, and you know you can do a modification to this mag draft to actually make it a single hook bait 
but I prefer the big treble hook myself. And so you gotta imagine this thing, when you hook them, it's like hooking them with a giant crankbait. And you've got two ounces and eight inches of plastic that's flying around outside their mouth, and it can be really easy for them to get leverage on you and throw it. So that moderate action really helps to number one, drive those hooks in, but then number two, keep those fish from spitting that bait. And then I'm throwing it on a loose Super Didi wide. The reason I'm throwing the wide version is because I'm fishing some 25 pound copolymer, 20 to 25 pound copolymer, and so I want that uh, real capacity so that I can put that big line on there but still make a good long cast. But eight inch big swim bait, the big mag draft for me is just a bait year in, year out, I'll have a chance of putting big fish into the boat with. The next bait is a bait when I left it out of the one box to conquer the fall, I got a ton of comments about it and that is the jig. Now for me, I have two main jigs that I throw during this time of year. One is a flipping slash swimming jig and the other one is a general purpose casting and dragging jig. And really I like to have two jig options this time of year because it helps me to hit all depth ranges of the water column. Whether it be up shallow flipping pitch and swimming that thing around in the grass or whether it be dragging that thing around semi-deep to deep cover off points around boat docks and stuff like that. Having two different jig options is super important. Now let's talk about the two jigs that I choose. Number one is going to be the Beast Coast Gorilla Swim Jig. This is a jig that you guys have heard a ton about and it's a jig that I have had a ton of success on. And it really is, it's a, such a good jig for both flip and pitching and swimming you know the name is the gorilla swim jig but that head design helps it to be a really good flipping jig a really good skipping jig really any shallow water application i'm going to pick this jig up and i'm going to use it now the color i love all the colors in this lineup of this jig but the one for me that has put the most fish into the boat whether it be summer spring fall whatever time of year that it is is this color right here this is cajun crush and this is kind of a black, blue, purple, pink, weird combination of a bunch of different colors, but dirty water, clear water, grass fishing, whatever it is, it puts fish in the boat. And then I'm pairing that up with the Strike King Rage Space Monkey. And that combination right there, 3 8 ounce on the jig, that Cajun Crush color paired up with the Junebug Space Monkey, there's something special about it. I literally don't know what it is, but I did a whole video just to talk about this jig because that little combination right there is very, very special. And then the second one is some kind of casting general purpose jig, you know, just whether it be dragging it on the bottom, hopping it, stroking it, throwing it around boat docks, whatever it is, having some kind of general purpose jig is super important now for me i'm liking this jig right here and it's a jig that i've been using off and on and really experimenting with and it's a jig that really is the ultimate general purpose jig and that is the strike king denny bauer structure jig now it's called the structure jig and i think the reason for that is is it's designed to fish structure offshore structure man-made structure whatever it happens to be but this jig i've found to be just really good at a little bit of everything i have flipped with it i've casted with it i've drug it through grass i've drug it over rocks i've thrown it around boat docks i've hopped it around i've done just everything with it and it does a really really good job of being that general purpose jig that you need and so i i've really really liked it now for me color wise I like black and blue, I like green pumpkin. One that always does really good for me is blue crawl. It does a really good job of mimicking a little bit of everything, whether it be crawdads, bluegills, 
anything with a little bit of blue in it especially around me does well and so you'll see me throwing a lot of baits that have that blue iridescence to them and that blue crawl definitely does and then again i'm pairing that up with a rage bait but on this one i'm pairing it up with the rage crawl and now i think the trailer is super important and i also think that the skirt is super important on your jigs you'll notice that both of these jigs are full-size jigs i'm not trimming them up i'm not finesse cutting them i'm not doing anything i'm leaving that bulk on there and then i'm throwing those big loud trailers i think this time of year especially as we go through these transitional times a lot like the big mag draft you want to disturb as much water as possible you want to make this thing look big make it look like something that those bass should be willing to go out and eat now you may scare away some of those smaller fish, but the intention of throwing these baits is to get the biggest bite that you possibly can. And so I like the big loud trailers. I like the big full skirts. I like the bigger weights, three eighths ounce, half ounce, sometimes even a three quarter, depending on how, how deep I'm fishing. And that's really for me, you know, what I feel like is gonna get that bigger bite. Now, can you pick up a finesse jig and catch a ton of fish and catch big fish? Absolutely. But I think if your sole intention is going out and saying, I want to catch the big ones, pick up one of these two jigs and I think you can go do that. The number three is gonna be a bait. Again, it was one that I left off the list and got a ton of comments about, and that is the jerk bait. Now for me, the jerk bait is a big fish bait. I, I, forever, I mean, as long as I can remember, the jerk bait is a bait that I would lock in my hand when I knew that there were big fish in an area or when I knew that I had the chance of catching a big fish, I would lock the jerk bait in my hand and I would go to fishing with it. And really the jerk bait shouldn't be confined just to spring fishing or cold water fishing. All throughout the year, the jerk bait can be a really viable bait. But I know again, like the big swim bait, like the big jig, during those transitional times during the year, those times of year when those fish are feeding up, the jerk bait is an awesome, awesome tool. Now, I wanna throw a big jerk bait at that. The big three hook versions of a variety of different jerk baits. Two of my absolute favorites are the KVD three hook version and then the Mega Bass Vision 110 plus one. And what you'll notice is this is kind of that mid-range shallow diving jerk bait and then I've got that little bit deeper diving jerk bait. And really, I wanna have both of those ready because depending on where you live, what your fish are doing, what's going on, they may be eating a jerk bait. It's just they may not be eating it in that four to five foot range. They may be eating it in that five to 10 foot range. And so having two different jerk baits that dive two different depths is super, super important. And there's just something about that erratic action of that jerk bait. That jerk bait works differently than any other bait. And it's a bait that puts big fish into the boat because it is like no other bait that you have in your box. Now let's talk about rod and reel on this because it's super important and I think having a jerk bait rod, if you're gonna throw a jerk bait, is super, super important. Now do you have to have it? Absolutely not. But for me, I believe having a good frog rod, a good cranking rod, and a good flipping rod, and a good jerk bait rod are a must, especially if you're gonna fish a variety of different lures. But my jerk bait rod is a 6.8 medium moderate action loose TP1 black moderate action again just like that swim bait this is a bait that's got three treble hooks on it and when you're fishing those treble hooks that more moderate action helps to really drive those hooks in and keep those fish hooked especially with the jerk bait because 
Fish that eat jerk baits, I don't know what it is. They seem to be more insane than any other fish in the lake. And they're going to be the ones that come up tail walking, really trying to get rid of that bait. And so that moderate action is going to just absorb the shock of that bite, absorb the shock of that fight, and help to put those fish in the boat. And then I've got that paired up with some 10-pound Strike King fluorocarbon. That 10-pound line is going to allow this jerk bait to go as deep as it possibly can, get to its maximum depth range, and then a 7.5 gear ratio reel because... I can't tell you how many times I've had big bass eat the jerkbait run straight at me and I've needed the speed of that reel to catch up with them and really drive those hooks in and be able to put those fish into the boat. But jerkbait guys, I'm, I'm dead serious. All spring this spring into early summer, throughout the summer and now going back into the fall, it has been the year of the jerkbait for me and I don't think that this fall is going to be any different. It's going to be the year of the jerkbait and it's going to be a year where I'm sure a bunch of big fish will be put into the boat with the old jerk bait. Now the last one is a bait that was included in the one box to conquer the fall, but it was a bait that, you know, I kind of talked about it and talked about some different sizes and different things that you could do with it. But today I want to talk about throwing big topwaters. And when I say big topwaters, I mean your big three hook topwaters, your big super spooks, your shower blows, those big, big topwaters, because those are the ones that are going to get those really really big bites i can't tell you how many times i've been out on the lake and a school official just start pushing bait and i've cast it over there with the big top water and got that big bite that i've been looking for all day this time of year especially on the highland reservoirs and even throughout the tennessee river system and all the lakes across the country what you'll start to see is you'll start to see those bait fish move up shallow and when they do that those bass eventually are going to follow and they'll start to push those bait fish start to corral those bait fish start to run through them eat them it'll be like something out of national geographic it'll look like sharks after tuna they'll be pushing them up blowing them out of the water and one of the best tools to put those fish into the boat is a topwater and that's what i said in my one box to conquer the fall but if you're looking for that bigger than average fish that one big pissed off rogue bass that one that's in that five to six to seven pound class range having the big topwaters tied on can really make a difference and you know right here i've got a berkeley this is the berkeley jaywalker 120 size again the head and super spook the big three hook version and the shower blows are really my three favorite ones the the super spook has been one for me that has put the most fish into the boat and i think really it's because it's the bait that i've had the longest right you know everybody's got a spook in their box and it's been a bait that i've thrown for a long time but over the past few years especially on really clear highland reservoirs where you can call fish up the shower blows has been one those big pencil popper style baits has been another one that's put a ton of fish into the boat and it just is mimicking those big bait. I mean, just like your big swim bait, just like your bigger jerk baits, you're mimicking those big bait, those bait that it's worth the fish's time to eat it. And that's really what you gotta kinda start focusing on this time of year, is you gotta get in that predator mindset. These fish don't want to expend a ton of energy, and they want to get the most out of that meal when they do decide to expend energy. And so when you throw these bigger baits, these bigger presentations, these louder baits, these longer baits, everything's just bigger around the baits that we're throwing, you're gonna have a chance of catching those bigger bass and so these four baits for me guys when i'm looking for that big bite when i'm thinking about what are the baits that for me fall fishing is going to get that big bite the one where you can go up and double fist them and grin with them 
it's going to be one of these four baits right here but as always guys thank you for watching questions or comments you know where to go leave them also go down in the description i'll have links to everything that i talked about in today's video their tackle warehouse affiliate links they help me out on the back end and i'll also have links to monster bass so you guys can check it out and again that code is save 15 s-a-v-e the number 15 and i'll get you 15 dollars off your box but as always you guys are sweet and i think i'm gonna go throw a frog in that right back there <laughs>